When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. I have a little bit of an update for you guys. Uh, okay. I, I, it's a very important update. I told you the story of how I very embarrassingly forced myself into a picture with Richard Dreyfus and his wife. And <laughs> so, so many of you have been so kind in coming up to me and telling me or responding to me on Instagram and saying, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you have those moments too. And then sharing with me your ick moments of doing something super cringy. Well, to take my cringy story one step further, when we were in the Austin, when we were at the Austin convention, Will and I got into the car from the airport with Richard Dreyfus and his wife. Yep. And I was so hoping that they did not remember me, that they didn't recognize <laughs> me. But nope. Oh, you're that crazy lady who jumped the, in the photo with us. The minute they we remembered. get in the car, Svetlana, Richard's wife, is like, I remember you. She's so sweet. And she's like, yeah. you're, she's telling me how cute I am. And, and I'm, th I'm like, oh. Gosh, she remembers. This is awful. Oh no, they think I'm so weird. So I just don't mention it. I don't say a single word about it. Like, by the way, I'm sorry I jumped into that. I didn't want to just, I just wanted to pretend it didn't happen. And then the next day, we arrived at the convention 
and they had printed out the photo for me. (laughs) And there they are, just so confused. Who is this girl? Why is she jumping into this photo? And... They signed it for me, which is so sweet. sweet. So now I can frame this picture and I'll remember the cringy moment. You've got the cringy moment forever. That's (laughs) wonderful. You were uh, on the left? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. I was just checking to see if that was so that was a fun that was a fun car ride though because we're riding with Richard Dreyfus who's talking so about fun. Bill Daniels the whole time how yeah. much he lo- how much he loves Bill and how much oh. working with Bill was incredible and how he's the consummate actor. It was Do you know the what coolest. they worked together on? I don't uh, remember what it was. I think it was the Graduate. Sure. Uh, Richard Dreyfus has a very small part. Oh, he's in got the a graduate. small part in the Graduate. Okay, yeah. but he was just they were and then I was talking to Bill and Bonnie about him and they're like, oh my God, Richard Dreyfus is the nicest guy in the world and we love work. It was so cool. Well, so yeah. he is now the only celebrity I've ever asked for a picture with. Um, ah, yes. Really? Of yeah, because of Jaws, right? Yeah, because of Jaws. So Indy, Indy is obsessed with Jaws. Like, it's just his favorite movie. He's not only the first one, he's watched all four of them. Yes. Amazing. Many, many times. Yes. He's obsessed with sharks, but he really just loves Jaws. He also loves Spielberg. Like he's now been twice in kindergarten and then in second grade asked to pick his hero in life. And he's chosen Steven Spielberg both times and presented Spielberg to the class. Meanwhile, everyone else is doing like their dad or Martin Luther King or Rosa (laughs) Parks, like important, you know, but he's like, this guy makes movies that I like. Um, But so he's obsessed with Jaws. So he wanted to come to the, he was coming to the convention and he wanted to be, he wanted to be being eaten by a shark. So we found one of those inflatable costumes, you know, where it has like its own fan. So it looks like he's being swallowed from, you know, below by a shark. So he was walking, he was ready to go to the convention wearing this shark eating a person outfit. And Alex is like, wait, I think I have a, like a military jacket and like a little hat that looks exactly like Quint, yes. the character, the fisherman who gets eaten and jaws off of the boat. It's like the famous scene. And Indy was like, yes. So he put on this little coat and this little hat and we wrote Quint on the name tag <laughs> and he came to the convention. And then when we found out Richard Dreyfus was there, I was like, I, I, we have we have to ask. And Richard Dreyfuss' agent was so nice. It was like, hey, we will at any point, you know, just grab us when when Indy's around. So sure enough, we like pulled Richard Dreyfuss out of his like signing booth where he was signing. And he came out and he saw Indy and he was like, Quint! Uh. And they took, this, <laughs> they took photos together and then we talked for a little bit. And, and at one point I said, okay, Indy, let's go. And he's like, wait, wait, what's his name? I'm like, Indy. He's like, you're a Spielberg monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's great, Indy. Dreyfus called you a Spielberg monstrosity. That's, oh, a, that's going on your grave. That. I love it. I that is yeah. great. He was, so, he was so sweet. So did you, nice. they, actually, did you, did you read not that long ago, Peter Benchley, who wrote um, Jaws, also from no. the, the same, yeah. well, he lived in the same town uh, where Sue and I got married in Stonington, Connecticut. Uh, he came out saying he never would have written it again if he had to do it over because so many people killed sharks Ooh, after yeah. after the book came out because people were so scared by it right. that uh, he's like, if I had to do it over again, I never would have written Jaws, which mm. is such a shame. But it was based on apparently on a real thing where he was back the shark east. attacks of 1916. Is that it's, what it was? Well, yeah, I thought he series, also saw oh, one. Oh, Indy so saw obsessed. Huge, so, uh, oh, saw I don't a huge shark, I think, yeah. But I know, I mean, it's like, it's it's a debatable whether Jaws is based on this, but I guess in 1916, there were a series of shark attacks. And what it was is I think there were bull sharks that were 
can because they can go up river in 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 uh, freshwater, oh, and so it was like there were freshwater shark attacks that killed like a couple people, Jeez. and that and then yeah, that was like the inspiration, you know, because suddenly it was all this panic about sharks eating people that were just swimming. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's uh, sharks still freak me out, and I know that there are you know they're probably very nice they've got families they've got jobs i get it very kind <laughs> they're very kind people and they've all got their own thing everyone's going through their own yeah they're all I going through it. their own stuff you know they got exactly but it's uh they still the idea that i'm swimming in the ocean with something that looks at me as if i could be food that freaks me out yeah well the other convention we went to recently was 90s con uh and very that few was sharks very, very few, few sharks, sharks at 90s con <laughs> there were there's some some sharks, of course. Well, it's a con, so there's well, some yeah. sharks. I mean, we were in Florida, so there are definitely alligators. We didn't yes. see any. I don't think. Did you see no. any? I didn't see no. any. I didn't no. see any no. alligators. Um, no. But I took on a very fun role while we were there, and my role was to let Ryder know every day what needed to be slightly adjusted in his appearance. <laughs> on the first day we were there, Ryder was having a normal, I don't know who he was, I don't remember who he was talking to, but he was having a conversation and I walked up to say hello and Ryder had blood all over his neck in like multiple different spots. Part of the reason I have a beard is because I don't have to shave. Right. Well, then do, you, do you shave with a broken glass bottle that you <laughs> no, found on the side of the happened. road? Because that's never, what it looked I, like. That was, yeah, like Danielle I've never and a couple seen people you like were that. like, dude, what happened? You were bleeding. I'm like, what? Yes. And sure enough. And it wasn't like, a small just, like drop here or drop there. It was like people were concerned. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Great. Like, what is, so what he, are you shaving with? He went and cleaned that up. It was. It was a. I was like, please, you're not here for cabin fever. Go. go, go, go this is a horror convention, right? You're here. fine. Exactly. It was a great cosplay as yeah. a person uh, holding on to life. It was great. And then the next day, again, walked up to say hello, and he had white, uh, like cream in his hair. Whatever product he had been using, he had chunks of a, white. Cream. There's something about Mary moment. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you did. Exactly. That time, you actually took a picture of it. You're like, I did. Rider, rider, and you showed cool. me the picture of the back of my hair with like my hair wax product or whatever, yes. like just all clumped up. In I was the like, back. you need to, like, you need to fix this. Yeah. So glad. Uh, yeah. I'm so somebody's us, looking out for me. She does. I Danielle do keeps care. us uh, keeps us on the straight and narrow. The other thing I've noticed is anytime you mention anything to Danielle, it doesn't matter what it is, she will find the product that suits it and Google you to buy it instantly. <laughs> She sent me the link to whatever it is. Suitcases, the amount of conversations clothes, I've had to hear about cars. charcoal deodorant because of Danielle, <laughs> because she mentioned it on this podcast. And now everybody's like, what is that natural deodorant? I'm like, oh, geez, we're really, we're, we're, but it doesn't matter what it is. getting paid by that company. Little, seed, are, like, farm, little seed farm charcoal, natural deodorant. I'll <laughs> say it again because I talked about Amazing. it once and people do come up. We put it in our Pod Meets World stories once. Well, the problem with the story is that it disappears after 24 hours. So people didn't get a chance to hear me talk about it. Um, but yeah, so I, if you ever need send anything, I just I'll send you the link. I found, you know, I, I can send shopping links for anything. I am good at shopping. Yes. Um, so anyway, to wrap up this little, this, this story about the cons, special shout out to Matt Templeton, who is Richard Dreyfuss's agent, who was so mm-hmm. kind in bringing yeah, Richard so over nice. to see Indy. Very and, sweet. And um, got me this copy of this picture, which I'm so which proud to now hang and yeah. put on my wall. Uh, welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedle. It's almost time for a new Pod Meets World, but it's also almost time for some new Pod Meets World lives. That's right, Danielle Fischel. We'll be bringing the podcast to Cleveland, Ohio on October 13th, just over a week away.
We're at the Mimi Ohio Theater, then in Toronto on October 14th at the Queen Elizabeth Theater, and in Pittsburgh on October 15th at the Byam Theater. Tickets are still available right now. All you have to do is go to podmeetsworldshow.com and check out the schedule because we are visiting a ton of cities through the end of the year and even Texas in 2024. What are you waiting for? Let's make this Podbeats you. Visit podmeetsworldshow.com now and we hope to see you in the audience in Cleveland, Toronto, or Pittsburgh next week. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard? Hyundai. It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. <laughs> that is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. 
Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. and you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media, and I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. Let's jump into our recap. We are here to talk about Season 3, Episode 12, The Grass is Always Greener. It originally aired January 12th, 1996. The synopsis, Corey is getting bored in his relationship with Topanga and decides to go with Sean to another school's party. Corey is having the time of his life until he finds out that Topanga had a similar plan. Directed by Jeff McCracken, written by Donna Trujillo, guest starring Jim Jansen. He's back as Dr. Sorrell. Did not remember him ever coming back, but really happy to see him. Uh, Eric Egan as Brent. He played young Kiefer Sutherland in Flatliners. Oh. Mm. Marissa Theodore as Tara. And Mina Suvari returns as Hillary. She is playing a different character than she did in her first appearance. Yeah, who was she in her first appearance? She was like, she was the cousin. The she cousin was the cousin. That, does he spit water? Why does he spit water? Yeah, that right. one. <laughs> so it could be the same character, I guess. No, not yet yeah, in that episode. But she's not the person who says, does he spit water? She's the cousin of the person who asks why he's spitting water. No, she says it too. She says he spits water. Oh, why does she, he spit Mina water? Yeah. Says, right, she's right, right. Chubbies. So it could be right, the same right. character. She just goes to a different school. Now she's now we know who she's true, but Maybe. didn't she yeah, I guess wouldn't she recognize? See, this is the only time I remember her being on the show. Right, because I, okay. I was like, she was like a and, door person for, and I didn't remember her at all in this episode. I only remembered her in the spit water previous one that's episode. So yeah, that's so funny. So, man, this is a weird episode. Um, <laughs> this is I have a so, weird. I have so many episode. weird thoughts about it. Okay. I don't know where to begin. I mean, I just. Yeah, uh, I thought it was so bad, and then it ripped my heart out, and I kind of same. Ah, you're kidding me. I felt the exact same way. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, as I was writing my notes, I was keeping a bunch of notes that were like, oh my yep. God, really? This? Yep. Oh, here, blah, blah, blah. And yep. then I watched it and I was like, oh man, I, I'm in. I am shipping to Penga and Corey now. Wow. <laughs> this is the one. It turned. Wow. I, finally I disagree get entirely. It. No, I get I it too. Oh man, that ending montage, I was full on feeling the feels. And I was like, oh, boy, oh my makes sense. Boy, I'm sweating. Sense. I literally can't believe I thought yes. I was going to be the only person. Nope. I thought you guys were both going to nope. hate it. And I was going to be the only person like guys it I'm in. I'm totally sold. Worked. I am just in? trying to I force to this relationship up? on us. Oh my God. Uh, no, I was, needed it to be sad and tragic. And it uh, is. And I'm is. so on board. Even uh-huh. This the is the turn. Is from they, the we need to get episodes. I know. No, no. They keep cutting the five things together. It's so horrible. We are going to get to it. got me, man. It, okay, Ugh. we will get to it. I could. I will. You're right, writer. You're yeah. right. It's we. I. I just. No, I know. I, no, I know. It's. It's. It, it's. It. It shouldn't work. And I also and think part of the reason that it works for is, us is, is indicative of why it hasn't worked before. Uh, let me. Uh, uh, here, let me explain. Uh, 
it reduces the relationship to visuals and yes. makes it iconographic, which is what it needed to be, if that makes sense. Because it isn't a developed relationship. It's not right. great. But when you put... They put sappy music, music underneath. Music. They put mm-hmm. And you see clips music. of these kids growing up yep. together. I am in. Yep. Uh, I am on board. It worked for me too for I don't exactly want to see the them same talk reason. to each other. I don't want to know their relationship, but I just want Ugh. it to be it's a beautiful montage. It's the lack montage. of context yes. that makes it work. I uh, was, Okay, let's... You know what? Screw sorry, it. Yeah. Let's jump ahead to the very end here. Yeah. I said then, a montage of scenes start rolling of Cory and Topanga while all I know by Art Garfunkel plays in the background. Oh. What the f- <laughs> How much did they pay for Art Garfunkel music? Yeah. Also, this is exactly why from this moment on, we believe the lie that Topanga and Corey have this yes. incredible and amazing chemistry and history mythology. and love story. But really, yeah. it's just a montage of me looking pretty and kissing Corey with absolutely no context. So you don't remember that I was actually kissing Corey after he cheated on me or that he threw yep. his jacket at me yes. after he bullied <laughs> me into yes. saying I loved him, but it worked. I'm sold. They belong together. Yes, Danielle, you could said it better it's i'm so on board i'm the exact same way i was watching this episode going, i hate these scenes i don't want to watch these people you are great actually you're really good acting really great this in this episode this is like great. you like arrived as an actor but then i was like i still hated it all and then that <sighs> montage i had the exact oh, same reaction god. i'm on board oh. i am on board oh you, are, you, are, you are all just oh god the both of you are just are are just montage whores just no. make them look Listen, good. Have and a- you know what, Will? Oh. I want music to tell me what I'm supposed exactly. to feel. Tell it's me so, right now. So Violin oh. swell me. Violin oh. swell me into, oh. into oh, I, I just, I have full yeah. body chills. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so I, funny. Oh, I, I'm so, I love how it worked for you guys. I think it's great that it did. Oh it was so cheesy and horrible. And they took the four <laughs> scenes that, and they just cut them together. And now they've been together forever. It's like, I know. Oh, yes. oh, I hated shouldn't it. work. It's it so didn't, dumb. And it it didn't perfect. at all for me. It <laughs> didn't at for all me. for me. No. No. Wow. I love no. it. This is exactly why uh, we do this podcast, guys. Yeah. Look, I'm literally sweating. I have, look, I'm literally sweating. I, this is why we do this because yeah. I, I want to hear every uh, one of Will's criticisms as yes. we go. And we probably had the exact same criticisms. Oh. And well, you yet, both agreed I, that it's a bad episode up until the montage, which is yeah. also bad. It just, you guys and loved it. I don't know. Yeah. I actually, I, there were so many things I didn't like about it and yet I love the idea of two people in a teenage relationship both pretending to be other people and Great feel idea. such I mean really I Great really love idea. that I, Episode, I think that was really season smart. four where they've actually established the relationship great yeah. idea yeah the second yeah. episode where I they're know. actually a couple really I know. and they're already bored and have to be other people like let's come jump on in. stop forcing this on me let's jump in we are in the Matthews living room Topanga and Amy are crying as they're watching a movie. Uh-oh, Topanga yells, flicks, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. Take her, Trevor. Take her at the TV. Uh, a scene with Amy. I have a scene with Amy at the Matthews house, which I guess is be- I'm comfortable here because we have gone on so many dates. We just haven't gone on any of them on this TV show. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> just, right. right. We haven't seen any of them. Well, no, you guys had the, the pool, the pool that you were Teach, right. He was teaching you to play pool. That right. was a date. That was and they got ruined by the I love and you. And they broke, essentially right. broke and up essentially right broke there. Up. So right. that was right. bad. The one date they've so, they've shown ends up bad. Then they're well, just the married. Closet when you guys were in seven minutes in heaven or whatever. But it's that still, they're just date. now married. We have to accept they are married. They are now right. not only married, but we're through their whole relationship and they're bored. Right. They're right. bored. They're already to the bored we're part. We're already there. 
It's like we skipped them actually being in a relationship. Right. We skipped all that. We right. just said it happened. Yeah. So the ladies are patting their eyes with tissues and Amy says, oh, that's so beautiful as the movie ends. Topanga asks Corey if he enjoyed the movie, but Corey is asleep on the couch. Topanga has to nudge him to wake him up and he tells and she tells him he's drooling. Corey says, no, I was crying through my mouth. Topanga suggests he just goes upstairs to watch the game with his father if he's bored. Corey responds with anyone can watch a Super Bowl, right? It takes a special man to watch a classic like this. Uh, so it's the oh, Super Bowl. It's right. not just a game. He's missing the Super Bowl to watch Correct. the thing. And Alan is upstairs with the little TV. Super with, with Bowl Morgan, night. I guess. With right. Morgan, and apparently. Why? Rusty's not in this episode. No, he had no. finals. He had finals. Yeah, he had finals. He had yeah. so he many had finals. finals so far. Right. I mean, he's three. got, must have three PhDs by this point. <laughs> what do you think? Was Rusty getting other work? Was that what was happening? Because he must have been a series regular. He must have he been must getting have been. other work. He yeah. had to yeah. have been. Because why would yeah. they have written him out? They wouldn't unless, have. My guess yeah, is he, they, they, yeah, they, I'm guessing he had other things to do because he was working all the time. And I'm getting by season three, he probably wrote that into his contract where it was yeah. like, Hey, if I get something else, you got to let me go. Let me go. And, totally. they, and they do because they respected him so much as an actor. It was like, all right, go, you know, he's doing Briscoe County and a whole bunch of other things by this point. So I think he was, he was probably yeah. doing something else. Well, then Eric walks in and asks Corey if that's what he is, a special man. He then lifts Corey in a fireman's carry up over his shoulder and tells Amy he's saving a life and carries Corey into the kitchen. Well, Eric is also not, Watching the Super Bowl with his dad. Yeah. Or you came down from downstairs in the kitchen. But I'm doing an intervention into Corey for some reason. You are so good in this episode, Will. Oh, you I had are fun doing this episode. Obviously, so comfortable and casual, and I did notice it was a Jeff McCracken episode. Yep, and you I had fun. are you are so solid and so strong and so funny Thank throughout you. this entire I had episode. Fun with this really episode. good episode for you. Yeah. So then now we're in the Matthews kitchen. Eric says to Corey, "You and Topanga have spent the last three Friday nights at home tearing up at chick flicks." So it's supposed to be Friday night that they're watching this one. So the Super Bowl Super Sunday tonight Friday was Friday night. night. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Perfect. Perfect. I'm glad we are all on board. We're all on the same page here. Continuity is our friend. So Corey responds, excuse me, last Friday night, if you recall, Topanga and I spent a lovely evening at home watching no TV whatsoever. And Eric tells him, yeah, you made jam. Corey corrects him by saying it was actually preserves. And then he reveals Couples Magazine, which is where they got the preserves recipe. And he says he lied and said that he was married so he could get a subscription discount. Worth noting. The couple on the cover of this are two centenarians. <laughs> there are thousands. Yeah, people have been around since it was they old Hampshire. Are older than the mom from Munchies, uh, yes. from Natanya yes. Ross's mom. Older so, even than her. I remember this line because I remember this is one of the ones that kept. I don't know if ever you have ever had these, but they ring in your head because you can't get the either the emphasis or the uh-huh. cadence right. And so, are you blind I'm in the clearly eyes? Clearly, supposed to say no. You're an old, boring couple. Oh. But I say, old, boring couple. Old, boring. Cu-. Like, I, they, it's, I, and I remember as I'm recording, I remember as we were shooting going, why can't I get the cadence right? Old, huh. boring couple. Like, it, it's, if you, old, boring couple, like all of them are at the same level. It's huh. really weird. Old, boring so couple. So I, I remember that specifically. As I, well, I don't think, think anybody noticed right, Danielle, this Old, boring couple. Um, no. But I didn't. Old, I didn't notice. It. No, it was no, just you. because It yeah. must have just been in my ears because it, yeah. it just kept ringing in it's, my ears. It sounded it great TV? to me. You didn't have to adjust your TV? That's the proper way to say it, though. <laughs> your TV. The okay, call your aunt. The television. Tell her to see the television. Tell her the TV's off. Are you having a good Agist, Ryder? You having a good Agist? 
This is weird. This is weird. Like this is this episode gets so weird when you compare it with the Wendy episode. Like when you go mm-hmm. back to right. that whole storyline where she was crazy. And now it's like this whole episode. I mean, we talked about it when we watched that episode. It's so strange that the Corey Topanga dynamic. I don't know. It's it, yeah. So here's the thing. So I, I don't want to harp on this the entire episode. So I'm going to just say this out loud now. This is not a bad episode if you don't care that they have not established the Corey Topanga relationship at all. Mm-hmm. If you're fine with just going, I'm being told that they're together. We are now being told that they're together. They've been together so long that it's now boring. If you're okay with not seeing any of that, it's actually not a bad episode. Or if you're okay with it just being a montage, which I think I am. (laughs) I'm not okay with being forced this relationship yet to where it's like we haven't, the stuff we've seen has not established this The show hasn't earned this relationship being the central love of Corey. Correct. And And that's it. And if you have, I totally agree. I've been in agreement every step of the way, but the montage got me. And I, I'm just a sucker for a good montage. Yeah, you are. Give me apparently. a focal song. Yeah. And like, so again, that's, looking, but that's my you know, overall It broke note. my heart to see you guys, how young you were. That's, like, was that's amazing. The, like going back through time amazing. and realizing how much you had changed. It was like, it's like yeah. the movie Boyhood. You know, it's just, there's something right. that works about seeing that in rapid succession where you go, oh, this is it's it's been I've been there I've been along for this journey and so it, right. it creates the false past it's correct false past. and you were yes. okay with the false past and I wasn't and that's just the that was the difference so I right. can get why people it's would the be like effect we just right. give it up give it up yeah. they're in a relationship if you if you just accept they're in a relationship and then it's not that bad an episode so I want to say that blanket statement I get that if you accept they're in a relationship it's actually not that bad an episode I don't think it's been earned and I do not accept that there are, right. that it's there yet. That's right. the I also only think thing. the episode's not great for other reasons too. Like Well, yeah, I mean actually they're yeah, it's a weird episode. Well, it, I would like to say that in this scene, I don't gather anywhere that Corey has a problem with it. It the whole episode no. ends up being that Corey's like, I don't know, man, I'm in a rut. But like other than the fact that Corey was asleep during the movie, he seems he's to lo- he loved making preserves. He's into the muffins. I know. It's the fact that his brother tells him right. what you're and doing is boring. And then yeah. Sean's, you know, but really he's actually perfectly happy. Because again, he's always been the old man. Yeah. And where Corey ends up is exactly this. So yeah. he, it does seem like he's discovered part of himself and right. yeah, everyone else is just telling him that there's something wrong. That there's something but wrong I think, with that isn't part. that kind of the point? Like that, yeah. that he shouldn't have is. broken up with the pain. And that right. you shouldn't right. pretend to be other people. You were right. living right. as Sean when living as Corey does mean Friday nights baking preserves and right. muffins. Be yourself and true <clears throat> yes. love will find you is basically, I think, what the message was. Yes. So at least in a montage form. Corey says he and Topanga have been going out for five months, and in their circle, they're considered young and hip. On cue, we hear Topanga yell from the other room, Hun, how are the muffins doing? And Corey responds back, saying, I'll stick a fork in them, hun. Eric grabs the fork and points it at Corey, saying, Go near that oven and I'll stick a fork in you. Corey says, You wouldn't. And Eric responds that he'd be doing him a favor. Corey tells him to stop being such a Weisenheimer. And then he asks, Who said that? And Eric said, You did, Pops. So I guess Weisenheimer is suddenly where he realizes. Oh, Who so have I become? Far. I've lost yeah. control of yes. my old man tendencies. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, then we're in the school hallway. Corey is running through the hallway up to the lockers and he asks Sean to tell him about his weekend. He wants to know if he went on a lot of dates. He wants all the details. You're wearing a real like 70s vibe outfit. Mm-hmm. I know it's 70s, but also like this whole um, episode feels very swingers. 
Mm. It does. I will say this though, Ryder, and it's something we mentioned on a, I think a previous um, rewatch. You mentioned that you felt you had kind of a lack of energy. I, I kind I wrote of sad felt writer. that here. I wrote sad writer. And you know I why? I felt it here. I had been dumped. I had this been dumped. This you week. remember now. This was well, this no, week? Well, no, this was the episode that I talked about where I had the double, the two dates. Come. Oh my <laughs> this gosh. This is because Mina Samari's here. So this is the episode where I was, I had been dumped probably, you know, a month before by Maureen. Oh, okay. And I was so devastated. And then this was, this episode when the tape night was when I started dating again. <laughs> Oh my god! Because you did. You seemed like you were kind of either playing it cool or it was kind of I was of probably like, playing it cool too because I had two dates at this tape night. Right. So, wow. Uh, wait, yeah. Okay, wait. Very briefly because I think he told that at one of our live shows, but you I haven't did. told our dear listener about this. Right. What, what happened? Okay, so I, I had a huge crush on Mina Savari during this episode and we hung out the entire week. She pre-taped all of her scenes. On Wednesday, right. On so Wednesday. she wasn't going to be there on Thursday there. live taping. I said, you should come to the anyway. tape night. Like, make it like a thing. Like, you yeah. come to the tape night. We'll hang out. We'll go out afterwards, probably, you know. And so she decided to come back and had her mom drop her off because she was still underage. We were yeah. both 16. Her mom drop her off for the tape night. Meanwhile, David Combs invited Rachel to, right, Rachel, Lee Cook. Blind, yeah. Rachel Lee Cook as a blind date for me he had been t- he had been or not really oh. a blind date he had been telling me like you and Rachel are really gonna like each other I'm gonna because he had worked with her on Tom and Huck right. uh, and he was like I'm gonna br- invite Rachel and so sure enough on tape night I had two <laughs> women that I was interested in and I was literally running from from hanging out with me and in the front of the set to the back of the set where Rachel was hanging <laughs> out and like kind of <laughs> Oh and my then gosh. I finally just reached a point where uh, Mina could tell something was going on. And she was just like, I'm going to leave. And my mom's going to come pick me up. And she like, oh, oh, come pick her oh. up. But I ended up dating Rachel for like a year and a half. So it worked out. But uh, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. It was I, a crazy. I, I, like, I told the story during a live show and we'll. It was a two truth and a lie game, and you, you totally didn't believe that this actually happened. That I was like no. sort of faulty towers in it between yeah. two dates. But yeah, tape night. It's brilliant. But anyway, so that was what so was going fun. on during this tape night. But I definitely, like, because I, now we can locate, because I think I said it when we were doing the little Corey wait, yeah. uh, the pig episode, yeah. Yeah. that I seemed off and sad. Yeah. And I think that's probably accurate. That probably was when I got The dumped. downfall, yeah. And then I would be, okay. like, really sad for the next month or two or whatever until right. this night when, yeah. I love it. Wow. I love it. Great. 1996, Great. yeah. Hmm. So, uh, Sean laughs and says, who counts six? And Corey says, tell me like your life depended on it. Sean looks at Corey and says, I'm no rocket Scientologist. We've said, I still say this. Do you? I literally you? still say this. So I, I thought it was something that I had created. I had no idea. Uh, I stole it from you from the show. I still, to this day say, I'm not a rocket Scientologist, but yeah, it's great. It's a good one. Corey explains his life doesn't have to be in a horrible, boring rut to ask how Sean's weekend was. And then he begs, throw a bone to your buddy. Sean gasps and says, no, you doubled with your folks again. Corey clarifies, no, that was only on Friday and Saturday. On Sunday, it was just him and Topanga at the mall. And then the audience woos for the mall. As if if being at the mall alone is sexy. (laughs) But then... It works. It, without the woo, the joke of she bought me slacks 
doesn't really work. Like, it's almost like, thank God the audience wooed, because then there was the turn of she bought me slacks. And then it gets a laugh. Well, isn't that what happened on tape nights that the audience would start to know their their like lines their, their roles yeah. so i bet yeah. you this is like second or third take where they knew that the joke was coming so they set it so up they set it with up. us yeah right because yeah, I, I remember that would happen and you could yeah. see me sort of waiting for the woo like mm-hmm. you could see it and i i yeah. i felt like the audience was kind of it was strange though at the time it's like oh the mall is sexy the mall apparently. is so sexy mm-hmm. i know yeah. So Sean tells Corey he thinks he has a problem, and Corey thinks so too. But Sean says Corey's in luck. He asks Corey, what am I, the world's biggest expert on? And Corey looks confused and says, really not anything. I mean, what about languages? Right? Pig rearing? Yeah, there's plenty of things. So Sean points at him and says, I do know a lot about love. And it sounds to me like you and Topanga are in a slump. Corey tells him, no, they're terrific. It's just him. He's lost his edge. He says he's just not the same old dangerous Corey. And Sean sarcastically tells him, he's right. There's been talk about it. Sean reveals he got a special invite to a dance at Hamilton High and asks Corey to come with him and to wear his new slacks. Corey says a party at another school could be just what he needs. Then he realizes he has plans with Topanga tonight. Sean says, change them. Tell her you need a night out with the boys. Sean looks over and tells Corey that Topanga is actually right across the hall. He can tell her right now. Corey says, oh, this isn't going to be easy. The key is to be direct and vague, yet obvious and subtle. Great line. So funny. Great line. Topanga walks up to Corey and says, hi. He looks at her and smiles, then turns to Sean and says, I can't go. (laughs) I thought it was also really funny and cute. Your hair is so long. This is horse hair. It's just like- so it is so. Long. It's the whole the whole frame. Like the you whole can't even see the end of it. I know. So funny. Yeah, I, you just can't take your eyes off of it. It's just it's so long. Yeah, it's a glorious mane of horse <laughs> horse hair. Uh, so she says that she knows they have plans, um, and she asks if they can reschedule. She says some of the girls are getting together, and Corey puts his finger on her lips and says, "Don't speak." He tells her, if you need to get together with the girls of your gender, I completely understand. Mm -hmm. Topanga nudges Corey and asks if he's been reading Couples Magazine. And Corey says he took the quiz on the back. 95. 95. Topanga smiles and kisses him before she walks away. And Sean looks at Corey and wants to know, 95, is that your age or your score? (laughs) So I just wanted to know what he got wrong. I don't know why. All that was going through my head is like, what did he get wrong? Did Did you guys notice my notebook? No. Is this the Strofty Bright notebook? It's Strofty is Bright. It, is right it? across I it. And then it has the face that I used to draw. The f- I remember right, that the, face the, with the, the big eyes and the, the hair. The eyes and the yeah. hair, yeah. So it's Strofty Bright <gasps> nope. and that. Totally and I, I wonder it. what else. I couldn't really, but I was definitely like, oh, I thought for sure you guys were noticing because oh, I'm like man. holding it open between me and Ben while I couldn't I'm see past like, the shiny locks of my hair. I couldn't see. Yeah. I am clearly like trying to show off Strofty Bright. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love this that. Is peak this, is, this is peak Danielle's hair and probably peak Strofty Bright then if totally. you're trying to make it work. Yeah. I'm, you're trying I'm, to sell it. I, I really peaked like in life at s- like 16. We're inching close to like, I'm never going to be cooler than I am right now. Like I'll be able to see it in an episode. I'll be like, that's it. Oh, yeah. That's Me, the moment where I peaked in I, life. I, absolutely. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm We're still very it. much on the upswing. <laughs> I got I got I got tons ahead of me baby not even close. That yeah. is true. That's the way to that's the way to think of it. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things: watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. 
If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Let's see. So then we're in the school hallway. Mr. Turner runs out of his classroom to catch up with Eric. He wants to talk about his paper on Of Mice and Men. Mr. Tony Turner, and I are working together again. Yes, I know. Yeah, whole storyline. And you guys are making each other laugh. Oh, yeah. yeah totally making them up. Yep. Totally cracking each other up. Mr. Yep. Turner says he has some serious questions about it. Like, where is it? And Eric responds saying, I can't find the book anywhere. I've been to every pet store in the city. And at first, I didn't get it. I was like, I don't get this joke. And then I was like, oh, once you said you found a pamphlet on land turtles, I realized, oh, you think of Mice and Men as a book about an animal, and so right. you're going to a Correct. pet store. Got it. So Mr. Turner says he'll do Eric a favor. He'll lend him his copy. Eric takes the book and hands Turner the land, Turner, land turtles pamphlet, hoping that that'll suffice. Mr. Williams arrives and asks Eric how his journalism project is going, and Eric responds, in what? 
Mr. Williams says, in journalism, you're supposed to analyze the evening news. Eric tells him he did it, and he puts his arm around Mr. Williams' shoulder and says, walk with me. Let's I talk. I love that. I love this beat. Walk with me. Let's so, talk. And come on. Like, oh, I'll, I'll analyze it for Exactly. Oh, I'll analyze so it for good. you right now. So good, Will. Oh, this you was want fun. A paper I just too. remember working with all the adults yeah. and this week, and I didn't remember much of the storyline. I just remember it was like, I felt like I was with the adult actors. Totally. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it was not, like, oh, great. You're no, great, but like, no, the but story, it's like, not, the, no. shorty, like, why do they have to no. add another teacher? Like, they could because just, they like, needed somebody with, to be terrible. Like, I you remember we I, talked I, about that last time. But I wish like Eli had more to do, and right, of course, you know, because he doesn't. He's just kind of one of the guys. Like, end up giving the chemistry teacher more of a storyline, and it, this this just feels forced. Like to force all four teachers into this situation with you is like a little okay. Could have uh, been no, set I agree. Up with just two of them. It could have. This could have been enough, you know. But now we got to get Feening and the chemistry. It's like okay. I just remember yeah. it being like, oh, I'm one of the adults, though. Oh, like yeah. that was cool you to were, me. It was well, a, not only one of them, you're running the scenes. Like it was cool, keeping yeah. it going. You're oh really man, funny. you are so good and so funny in it. Thank you. Uh, so Mr. Feeney then shows up and sees Eric. Oh, Mr. Matthews, very interesting essay on Joan of Arc. Eric thanks Feeney for finally giving him a little appreciation around here. And then Feeney says he doubts that Arc meant that Joan was from Arkansas, though. And Eric says it's a theory. And Feeney tells him it's an F. Eric asks why they can't all just cut him some slack. And I want to listen to this read here. I pulled a sound clip. Why can't you guys just cut me some slack? It is your yes. best Jerry Seinfeld That's what I impression. I wrote, this is you doing your Seinfeld impression. I think you were doing it intentionally to make Tony laugh. Yes, I was. I yeah. was. Of course. Tony and I would do that stuff all the time yeah. just to throw each other off. Yep. So yeah, why don't you call me some slack? Call me yep. some slack. I love it. I was like, we have to play that yep. for everybody. It's so oh, that's good. so funny. And then Dr. Sorrell, wearing a lab coat and looking like two kids stacked on top of each other, he walks up and tells Sean not to bother showing up to chemistry anymore. He should just blow something up at home and bring it in. I did not expect this guy to come back. Does he ever appear no. again? Like, is this going to be a Darlene Vogel I situation where we vaguely remember it, right? him? I, I don't know, but maybe it. It, it could end up being that he has more of a right to host this podcast than I do. So <laughs> I just well, want- one more one more episode in a montage and he can just be with Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a problem at all. <laughs> so Eric thanks Dr. Sorrell telling his telling him he's a man among men. Eric excuses himself from the group of teachers and tells them he has ceramex. This is something you and Tony, Tony. Yeah. Tony and I and you could see Tony totally losing it. He's and, losing and it. He does the kind of huh. Yeah, we Turner uh, asks we, if he means ceramics <laughs> and Eric says, "Yeah, the ashtray class." The ashtray class. Oh yep. man. Tony and I still do that. It's so great. You guys still laugh about it. It's and you will. You you look like you're going to break through Me the whole too. thing. Oh, abso- oh god, I, absolutely. It's very absolutely. funny. Once you so know once you know that that's what you you look like, like our audience will totally see it and then they'll be like, "Oh wow, yeah. that it really does look different." We can start to pick it out. Yeah. yeah. So Feeney talking to the other teacher says, "You know what scares me? He'll end up making more money than any of us." Sad, sad truth about sad sad, truth. yeah about teacher salaries. Yeah. yeah. So then we're in the Matthews kitchen. Eric runs down the stairs and tells Amy, "Mom, hold my calls tonight. I'm going to be studying." Amy tells him she needs to get her camera. Eric says he's serious. He has his pencils, a notebook, and refreshment. Amy smiles and asks, "Where are your books?" Eric says, "Oh, he either left them in his locker or on the bus." Amy corrects him. He doesn't take the bus, and he says, "Well then." They're safely in my locker. What would I do without you, mom? And he starts to walk out the door wearing a new leather Leather jacket. jacket. I wrote that down too. Did this one stick around? Did you wear this? 
no idea. Yeah, yeah. this I, one I, looks like a New York taxi time. driver jacket. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but yes. It, yeah. Also, is this the s- most stupid Eric has ever been in the in any like this is just yes. I think we're so getting far, there is, now. Yeah, but no, because the, the we did the the mouse brain episode. That's where we like went ridiculous yeah. with it, and so I think this is just continuing that trend. But right. they're also now very slowly starting to turn Sean way more clever and girl oriented, and Eric yeah. more stupid. So right. that we're yeah. we're officially starting to grab our roles at this point, right? Right, because but I guess it's already been. I mean, it was established pretty early on that Sean was a ladies' man, right? Right, but he was also the dumb one too, and now right. they can't. They realize that eventually that you just can't have two. Right. So it's like, you know, we've especially when they're Rusty's not on the show. That's like, you know, they're taking characters out, they're adding new characters doing this. It's like we can't have everyone be dumb. So we're right. gonna right. take their roles and go from there. They want you to take the roles. <laughs> <laughs> then we're in Turner's apartment. Sean answers the door and Corey walks in. He needs help picking out what to wear for his this uh, other school party. Corey pulls out his first shirt. It's a blue flannel. Sean says it's fine. Corey asks Sean if he likes it better than the second option, which he reveals to be a blue flannel that looks exactly like exactly the other the one. I Pretty saw funny. this joke coming a hundred miles away and it yeah. was still funny. It's still funny. <laughs> still good. <laughs> yep. Sean says they're both great. Everything you have is fine. They're all very you. Corey says, that's the problem, Sean. Everything I own is me. It ain't cutting the Dijon. And I was like, oh yeah, I know this show. The show with the guy who thinks he's just boring and the same all the time and never gets into any hijinks. At least now in where we are in this episode, it makes sense. He says yeah. he's just making preserves. At least it fits. Yep. At least it fits there. Sean says, maybe it's not Corey. He asks if everything is cool between him and Topanga. Corey says, yes, he loves her. She's the best. It's not Topanga. It's him. Corey doesn't know what his problem is. Still concerned with his wardrobe, Sean tells Corey he can borrow something of his. He offers a jacket or a hat. Corey says he'll take the jacket. He's very prone to hat head. Sometimes he gets it without even wearing a hat. And then Corey And it's the jacket, isn't it? It is. It's the jacket. Hold so, on to, to the, the night. So now Corey's got it. I had no memory that he wore it. And obviously it becomes the thing. Like, you know, right. but uh, it, as this was happening, I was like, what? What? Corey's yeah. going to wear it? Everybody Corey wore is this now jacket. in the jacket. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We got to find this jacket. Corey puts on Sean's jacket as they head out the door. And now we will see if Corey gets the riz from the jacket. Think he's going to. And then we're in the school hallway. Eric is walking to his locker when he hears something coming from one of the classrooms. Kids showing up at school at night all at, the at time. Night, this on happens this show. all the what time is, on the show. It's like the school isn't locked, or lock everyone's yeah, got a key, or something. I guess this is pre-Columbine, so yeah, yeah. Schools but probably were a little more open, but but weird. man, that's that's nuts. I mean, it happens. Just nuts. Yeah. So Eric is walking to his locker when he hears something coming from one of the classrooms. It's Mr. Turner, Feeney, and Mr. Williams and Dr. Sorrell sitting at a table playing poker. Eric walks in and says, so this is what happens at faculty meetings? And Feeney says, just on Mondays, this is our weekly game. We don't play for money. We talk, we relax, and try to forget there's such a thing as students. I like that they have to fit out, like, uh, get out in one full sentence. It's not illegal. It's not about money. It's, you know, so that the teachers we know and love are not in any way slandered and will right. paint all the slander yeah. on the doctor uh, who's only around a little bit. I guess that's, Quick yeah, question. that's to Will's point why we had to have yes. this extra because we couldn't have it be one of the main no. cast. No, it can't. You can't, have the, you can't have a main cast be that. But so it's supposed to be Monday. <laughs> so then the night before, is that when he was hanging out with Topanga? Was that then supposed to be Super Bowl Sunday? So then it wasn't the Friday that he said it was Friday? <laughs> 
That that does make sense, actually, that his point is the last three Fridays. He's not saying right. that today is necessarily right. a Friday, okay. just that the last so three then, Fridays. So then Corey yeah. and Sean are going to the normal Monday night school dance. Obviously, yeah. you have a big school. school party on a Monday. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, just that, making sure we're all on listen, the same page. You don't okay. care about school days when you're a kid, you know? <laughs> Okay. So Eric says, oh, they don't play for money, even Dr. Sorrell. Dr. Sorrell says, there's no need to. With finals around the corner, he's sure to have fresh cash rolling in. And I actually, I know, like, I love that we get to have a super seedy character whose entire identity is just that he's openly unethical. Right. I kind of like it. I, I like, like it, too. It. I love yeah. it. I think it's really funny because, yeah. like we've said, when when you're talking about stakes on a kid's show, you have to like everybody. Right. You, you know, you can't be like, oh, that teacher, that feigny guy is openly unethical. He takes yeah. money from students, but this guy who only pops in here and there, yep. he yeah. does. I, I think he can it's do it. really great. Uh, Eric asks if he can join them in unison. They all say no. Eric says he'll make a deal with them. He plays until he loses, then he'll go home and study. He asks, as teachers, how do you argue with that? Mr. Feeney sighs and says he needs the grades, deal him in. And teachers are bummed, but Eric pulls up a chair. And then we're at the Hamilton High Monday night party. <laughs> Monday Eric, night dance. <laughs> Eric and Sean get to the front of the line at the party and the door girl, American Beauty and American Pies Mina Suvari, asks for their Hamilton High ID card. Corey tells her they go to John Adams, but Sean says they should be on the guest list. Sean Hunter. The girl blushes and says, oh, wow, Sean Hunter. But she's looking at Corey. She says, they heard he was coming and gives Corey the wristband. She thinks he's Sean. She motions, motions to the real Sean and calls him the guest. The girl says her name is Hillary and that she won't be stuck at the door all night. She asks Corey, a.k.a. Sean, to save her a dance. Corey looks shocked as the girl holds his hand. Sean speaks up saying, you bet he will, right, Sean? Corey is about to explain himself to Hillary, but Sean pushes him away before he can tell her the truth. Corey looks at Sean and says, that girl thinks I'm you. He says they have to set her straight or else word, word will spread that Corey is Sean Hunter. So Sean is all is of it. Sean's mojo just the jacket? Is that, is that what, what we're saying? establishing? No, it's just, it's just, just, the, just jacket. the jacket. It's right? not you. It's Nothing the reputation of the jacket. It's not my well, actual look. Think about right Eric. Here, Eric right? was a ladies' man when he. Eric was a ladies' man when he had the jacket, yeah. and then right. he loses the jacket and right. starts to become done and has so has the dated is since. It's everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The jacket wow. is the Riz. That's wow. so. Somebody out there right now. Let's find out who the biggest player is out mm-hmm. in the world right now, and that's they're the ones that stole your jacket. That's who has yep. your jacket. Exactly. Yeah. Sean's got quite the reputation, too. He sure does. I mean, Travels no. from school to school. Tra- I mean, from school to school to school as the ladies' man, that's impressive. Yeah. Well, Sean doesn't care, but Corey tries explaining, if people think I'm you, but he gets cut off by two girls looking over at him. They're giggling and waving. The jacket is working. Sean smiles and pats him on the back, saying, let's go, Sean. The boys walk into the party, and there's a poster on the wall saying, jungle tonight. Hamilton High, 8 p.m. Wow. Yeah. Jungle. Yeah. Again, there's, no, there's nothing jungle themed about there's the nothing, party inside. There's no nope. There is. Well, I, again, I, have you spent a Monday night in the jungle? Because it's actually very accurate. <laughs> very, okay. This well, is, you, uh, is how right. people dance. This That's is how it music is. They if you're in the jungle to. on a Monday night, this is what it looks like. I get it. I get it now. Now so, that you say that, you're right. I've never been in the jungle on Monday night. So it's, okay. these, you know, these again. party scenes were some of the most depressing things to watch I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I've never like it just it just made me sad in like a deep soul way. Like oh, we have to explain so a little bit about how awful they are. There oh. is no music playing. No music. They add nope. that afterwards. It is usually the longest scene of the day. Mm-hmm. 
By the far. amount of time it takes to set up the background actor action and the amount of time you are yelled at for there to be more dancing, bigger moves, more Keep more up the energy, partying. guys. Let's Come go. on, keep it up. Keep, keep it up. up the energy. Energy, energy, energy. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, it's just I, the worst. They're painful. They're painful God. to watch these scenes. I can remember them so vividly, and it's it's. But awful. I also think there's something sad about this party, even just visually. Like, obviously, we have our associations with our but i'm wondering if our listeners also just feel like this this party's a little maybe yeah. let it's us know if great. you think this party feels sad at least yeah. it's a hamilton high party not a john I, adams party. it's funny though right. because i didn't feel that way about the dance party like in season two with ingrid with natanya like right. that that, that had like more a, of like a a, yeah. a a full feel about yeah. it like something, something yeah. decorated it was just better yeah. this is like this is this also there makes me sad <laughs> That's the thing. And for some reason, really sad. It's really left side loaded. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Like half of the the party is like in full swing. And then there's kind of the right side, which they just went, no, just stack everybody. It's like they're on a plane and it's tipping this way. So they they threw everyone. (laughs) It was very strange to watch. Well, everyone's dancing, sadly, as Ryder points out. Mm. Uh, and Sean and Corey run in. Sean grabs Corey's shoulders and says, okay, as far as anybody at this party knows, you are Sean Hunter. Corey responds, no, that's just one girl at the door who thought I was you. That's it. Just one girl. Then four girls show up behind them, looking at Corey and saying, hi, Sean. Corey looks at them in shock. One girl smiles and says, uh, hi. Sean whispers to Corey, somebody's talking to you. These girls look like they're someone's daughter from the writing staff. That's what I thought. Are they? Why did you? Why do we both think that? They're but, young. But, yeah. They're young. They're younger than the rest of the background actors. They don't look like typical background actors that would have been cast in the role of I'm going to lure to Corey. No, nope, they they're not. No. No, they're no. background actors. They don't. Other than the one girl who says hi, she's credited. Right. Yeah. But the, but the, the background friends. actors yeah, right. are absolutely. And then I wondered, is one of them maybe Howard Buskang's daughter? Hmm. I have no idea. I'm not sure, but I just was like, this is somebody's child. At yep. least one of those girls is not, was, this is someone's yeah. child. Okay. I mean, I wonder we're, if all, we just we're actually all someone's that. child. I had the same thought, yeah. But maybe. Corey waves to the flirting group and says, oh, hi, pretty girl. Pretty girl. The main girl responds, impressed. Only Sean Hunter can pull off a line like that. Sean looks at Corey and asks, so how did it feel, Sean? Also, this is the first time where I was like, oh my gosh, they've been dating for five months and Corey is already chomping at the bit to be with somebody other than Topanga. This is where I was in my, you know, nasty little note way being like, come on, this is not That's cool. That's all right. They'll, yeah, they'll cure like it all with an art storyline crammed into a season. Yeah. Three. Yeah. yeah. It's like, weird. It is yikes. so weird. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It hasn't been earned yet. This is this is not we we shouldn't. The problem with a bunch of the Corey Topanga episodes are none of them seem to be in the like like they just keep jumping years. Yeah, where it's like you know, oh, this is an episode that should have been done at the end of season two. Oh, this is an episode that should have been done at the end of season four. We've this is an episode about, that should. We've talked about. I mean, sitcom in general, but especially Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World is really the. There's a lot of telling you who people are yeah. and who relationships are rather than showing you. That's just yeah. the nature of like Yes, our but show. some of them but our show, yes. Cause I mean yeah, you, go like, to, you go to Ross and boy, Rachel. But he actually doesn't break the law or get into trouble that much, right? You're no. just told that he's a bad guy. Sean is a ladies' man, but you almost 
you know, you just hear about it. You don't really right. see him right. going on but dates, it's, right? Like it, you're just it's enough of- though, but it's also one of those things where if it's going to become the crux of your show, if Ross and Rachel is the crux of your show, you develop Ross and Rachel. Right. I mean, that's, you want to watch Ross and Rachel yeah. become Ross and Rachel. You don't do an episode where they're, they're hey, they've met, and now they've kissed, oh my God, they're together. And then the next episode, they've been together for seven months. It's like, no, right. I don't want to see that. I want yeah. to see them develop as Ross and Rachel. Even if and you do I, it over three episodes and then call that seven, great. five months or something. But we've sure. seen like one date, really. And then yeah. you disappear for six episodes and then, and then you come back by for another, another girl. And, right. then, and it's like, it's just, yeah. it hasn't, and this is, again, I don't want to harp on the overall note, but it just hasn't been earned yet. And I feel like they're forcing us to, nope, they're married now, deal with it. And it's like, I agree I'm, with you right I'm up not until okay the with that. Right, you're okay until Art Garfunkel mm, starts singing. Yep, that's right. Singing. Art Garfunkel hooked me. Aye. So he says, there's something exciting about being Sean. And Sean responds, now you understand my Monday morning smile. Sean says, tonight, it's all Corey's. Tomorrow, he can go back to being his everyday, lackluster, boring. Corey interrupts. He says he gets it. Sean says, Corey should go check out those little ladies over there. Corey does. He pops the collar on Sean's leather jacket, puts two thumbs up in the air, and he says... Hey, Sean pulls him away, asking what he's doing. Corey says he was doing Sean. Sean corrects him. That wasn't me. That was Fonzie. 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 Another little Happy Days reference we, we get. Line. Corey looks never, stunned. Never saw Happy Days in my life. So never. No. We'll do it. We'll go. We'll, okay. we'll do it. Happy Days night. Corey looks stumped, saying this is trickier than he thought. Sean tells him he's trying too hard. He gives him advice, saying just relax and be myself. Cute line. Great line. He tells Corey, don't do anything. Corey says, so you're telling me the key to being Sean Hunter is doing nothing? Just by sitting at this table with my arms folded, girls are going to come up and ask me to dance? And right as he does it, Hillary walks up, up. Set up. Grabs him and says, Sean, let's dance. Sean looks at Corey, sticks his two thumbs up and says, hey, in his Fonzie impression and celebration. (laughs) And then we're back at the John Adams faculty meeting a.k.a. card game. Feeney puts down his cards and announces, I have three aces. Beat that, Mr. Matthews. Eric sighs and says, darn, I only have two jacks and a 10 and another jack and another 10. I win again. He laughs maniacally at Feeney. Did either of you guys ever play cards with the caster crew or just like play cards anyway? Magic. No, I mean, we talked magic. about, yeah, I, I got into, yeah, magic. And then I got into poker at the same time, like everybody in America did. Right. Like, Which I think was playing. a little later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tony and I did. Tony and I would play regular five card draw together. I mean, not for money or anything, but we'd sit there yeah. and we had poker. We usually ended up having fights with the poker chips more than we did. Right. Games, yeah. You guys would hit each other in the head with the poker chips. chips. Yeah. Right. It was fun. So fun. So mature. Just love so it. So it's, so yeah, of course. So then he says he has two jacks. And two tens and then another jack. So he has a full house, full house right? That's right. right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Mr. Williams looks at Eric and says he knows he's cheating. He just can't figure out how. Eric says Mr. Williams' words have soiled him. Why can't they just believe Eric Matthews is good at something? And then Dr. Sorrell chimes in and tells Eric to get off his high horse. They know he's cheating. When he finds out how, they'll talk. And this is definitely where I agree with writer's point. They couldn't even come up with a different thought for Dr. Sorrell to have. He just repeats what Mr. Williams has already said, that they know he's lying. Yep. And Feeney says, gentlemen, please, Annie up. The sooner he loses, the sooner he studies at home, away from us. We're back at the Hamilton High party. Everyone is dancing. Oof. Really the- bad dancing. I mean, big. But there's also one person doing <laughs> yeah, like one, puppy the one, hands. The one doing the She's puppy like hands. just doing the hands up and down. Like it's like a puppet hands. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> oh boy. I literally <laughs> was watching this, this scene is, and I was like, I have PTSD yeah. just watching. Yes, this just gave me like existential yeah. sadness. I was just like, wow, <laughs> end it now. 
I can't go on. I can't do this anymore. Please. Please end the day now. Are we done? Oh, my God. This is existential hell for me is this is this scene just over and over and over again oh, stuck terrible. in that set. Oh, oh boy. Uh, the, the camera pans to Corey. He's dancing with three new girls and he gives Sean another thumbs up. Sean thumbs up and back and smiles. Corey finishes dancing and tells the girls, okay, remember, that is now our song. They smile and walk away. Sean okay, comes up. This to- is where I wrote some down something that like I know we're hard on, on Boy Meets World and we get mm-hmm. a lot of ish for it, but one thing I will say that I probably don't comment enough on is how funny our show is. Like, actually yeah. witty, line by line, the cleverness. This episode is not that funny. Like, right. I didn't find, I was, and it was right here where I realized, what's wrong? What is off? And I was like, it's not a funny episode. Like, the individual jokes are just not that good. Like, the just line by line, I was like, it's it lost, Boy Meets World, for the first time, didn't hold up that end of the bargain for me. Like, there's, you know, I, we can criticize the approaches to character or story like we do all the time, but pretty much it's consistently a very funny show. And yeah. this episode for me was not funny. Like, and this scene was where it really hit me. I was like, just the like back and forth and like the French girls, I, it just wasn't funny. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, yeah. this A storyline is not funny. I thought the scene in the hallway with Eric and the teachers, like all, that had a lot sure. of really funny, that was funny, funny moments. Um, and, but you're right that like this in the A storyline, story nope. Cause it's oh, also, yeah. even if the writing were different, like trying to find more jokes, Seeing Sean be an incredible wingman and encouraging Corey on, Corey would have had to be so flailing, like such a dweebo, that mm-hmm. in order to make it funny. And then it wouldn't have felt like our show. It would have felt right. slapsticky. Like, right. because the whole point is he didn't really need to change himself too much. I mean, the truth is all right. he did was put on a leather put jacket. Right, exactly. Uh, and take the name. Right. So there is, and and it's leading to a bigger thing, the montage. Well, that's, so, I mean, that's what it comes that's down the thing. to. I think this is just a drama episode. It's a right? drama like the episode. A storyline was to break up Corey and Topanga. Um, right. And, and because we've so earned team. their relationship. Um, here's the other thing. First of all, <laughs> Danielle, if you thought I was going to let Dweebo go by without mentioning something, you are sadly mistaken. Dweebo. And the second thing is, I are you found a Weisenheimer. Some, yeah, exactly. Dweebo Weisenheimer. I found something very kind of jarring about the cutting back and forth from the A storyline to the faculty mm-hmm. storyline. They weren't cutting, there, there weren't any outs to the scene. Right. It was just like there'd be part of a scene and then you'd cut to the next thing and then there'd be part of right. a scene then you'd cut to us playing cards again. It wasn't yeah. like they weren't ending on a beat. There weren't, they weren't ending buttons. on a button. They weren't no. ending well, on anything. Whole, just, the whole poker storyline is just kind of a non... It's not really a story. It's, it's no. like you show up and you're really good at poker and then they're mad about it. And that, But that's the thing. <laughs> it's, it's like, like if you're no not going to learn anything, no, like, what are we going to do? At least make it funny. At yeah. least make it so funny that it's like it doesn't well, it matter that there's funny. nothing It's learned. definitely the only thing funny happening this time. Right. But it's it's very. I thought the cutting back and forth between the two was very odd. Well, it's 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 as if there's story when there's no story. Like until Topanga shows up, there is no story so far. Like this is just him being shot. Like nothing changes in this scene. Like this scene. Very yeah. It's very it's very Dweebo. Well, Sean comes up to Corey and asks how he's doing. Corey says, the reviews are in. We are a hit. Sean responds, I know, I saw. Corey says, it's not just about the girls. It's the way he's feeling tonight, not knowing what's going to happen. It's so exciting. Corey thanks Sean for letting him be Sean tonight. And Sean says, Corey's just being himself. Corey corrects him saying, but everyone here thinks I'm Sean Hunter. 
A girl walks up to grab a punch and giggles when Corey looks at her. Corey says, well, whoever I am, he's having a pretty good time. Sean says, it's about to get even better. Word is, there's a very hot French girl at the party who comes from someplace in Europe. Corey asks, possibly France? France. Sean says, yeah, France, the gateway to St. Louis. I'm going to get so much hate for not understanding this joke. Does anyone understand it? It, no, I that's think it's just that I funny. It's just a Saint, random no. miss. He picked a place. It's just a dumb fact. Yeah, like a, I'm wrong. Okay, yeah, so then this is place. another question because I thought, well, writer might understand it because writer's the one who said it. Were there ever jokes in the script that you guys just like wouldn't understand? And then would you ever flat out ask, "I don't get the joke. Can someone explain it to me?" That's a good question. I don't think so. I don't think so. Isn't that how we get Runum Cowboy Runum? Isn't that how we would get the random obscure references sometimes is being like, I don't get this. And right. he'd be no, like, like, you know Runham, when. You're but right. that was that was what Michael would do during note sessions. He would make right. references. But the and he would be explaining, like, you I want you to in this scene be like, you know, and reference something right. that we had never heard of. But in scripts, I don't remember not getting jokes. I don't I mean, I remember thinking things were not funny. Yeah, right. but a like, because I'm, <laughs> like, I'm wondering, a lot like, of times I, I would be like, I don't think this is funny, but I'll do it anyway. Um, you know, which is probably why I start phoning in a lot of performances, but right around because this, I wonder this if episode. there is more of an explanation to that France is the gateway to St. Louis than what we are just assuming that it's just a funny. Yeah, I think it's just a complete lack of geography. I think it's just a lack of understanding yeah. geography. Okay, like, so again, you're putting a, Paris, Europe, France, in France. Yeah, who knows? In the United States. I think it's just random funny sounds. Like if he didn't say St. Louis, he could have said anything else that was funny. I mean, Poughkeepsie would have been a funnier reference, right? Because the P words, P P words and K's, they're funny. P's and K's are funny. funny. K-way to Poughkeepsie would have been funnier. You're absolutely right. I probably wouldn't have asked. Pawtucket. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. 
Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. So Corey asks Sean, so who is she? What's she doing here? Sean says he hasn't talked to her yet. Corey says that's so unlike him. But Sean clarifies, I'm not Sean tonight. You are. So go find her. Corey says that would be wrong. He has Topanga. He says he already feels weird enough at this party without her. Sean brushes it off and says all he's going to do is talk to her. Corey asks what they talk about and Sean tells him talk about cheese. They love it. Corey says, then cheese it is. And he walks away to go find her. And I wrote, he is a terrible boyfriend. So I am, I am. Also, this not scene, in. nothing changes. This is just exposition. We're literally just get, setting up the next scene. This yep. is like four times now they keep cutting back to yep. these little vignettes that don't make that don't any make sense any, and have nothing, nothing whatsoever to do with nothing, anything. Yeah, nothing's nothing. propelling this forward. No. Also, it would actually be better for it to be a ramp up. That now mm-hmm. he is thinking of, you know, he yeah. had a, 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 I don't know, I mean, something. where I know, no, I know exactly what you're saying. It's He doesn't want to dance with the first girls and Sean keeps trying to cajole him. Exactly. But now that there's Story a French turns. girl. Yes. Story now, oh my he's going to take a chance. Ask her to dance. Right. Something. Yeah. Or it's exactly. not working and he has to do something. Yeah. He has to put on the leather jacket yeah. and then it works. You know, like yeah. changes. Yeah. The fact that nothing has changed since he got mistaken for Sean. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's, no, right. that's it. Yeah. 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 So I, I was not, I'm just, so far I'm not into not the storyline. Not a fan. Yeah, but yeah. Um, Art Garfunkel. Till in, that Art Garfunkel. Wait till that, mo- those violins. I'm in. Uh, right. we're back to the faculty meeting. Eric smiles as he puts his cards down and says, Jack, hi, I win. Now, did you guys notice anything about the soda cans? Well, they were the Papsons, weren't the they? The Papson cans. The Dr. Papsons. Yeah, they it were was Dr. like the Papsons. clearest Dr. Papson yep. I think we've ever seen on the show. Yeah. I still got mine. It's good. Oh, that's doctor. So, cool. so I think we've talked about notice. it. Yeah, yeah we should just it. mention it again in case our listeners, because that was like a first episode, but our, our, uh, our props guy was named Papson, Mark Papson. Mark right? Papson. And yep. So he made Dr. Papson sodas because he yeah, had to make you, the fake sodas. You have to, oh. what they call Greek. It out. Yeah, you yeah. have to Greek out a thing. It has to be yeah. like a fake product, but you want it to look enough like a real product. So instead of Mr. Pibb or Dr. Pepper, it was a Mr. Pabson. And they, oh, would, Dr. They, Pabson. they would go farther because some, you'll, you'll watch some shows where they just, they'll take a piece of tape and they'll cover something. So it's like you're eating Erios, you right. know, that kind of thing, <laughs> where our, our prop people were, had fun with it. We'd have oh, Dr. Pabson's and different kind of fake so stuff cool. that were really cool. Yeah. yeah. I love that you still have one. Above me too. Yep. I'm so still, jealous Signed of that. by him. He signed, he signed the can oh, for me. That's yep. so cool. That's cute. Yep. 
So Mr. Turner chimes in. All right, Matthews, I'm not saying you're cheating. I'm thinking it really hard, but I'm not saying it. I just I need to know line, for my own peace of mind. I know. I love that too. Just, I'm just Tony's thinking delivery. It. I'm thinking it real hard, but I'm not saying it. Uh, Dr. Sorrell butts in and tells Turner to stop with the pleasantries. He says, as principal of John Adams High, I demand to know how you're doing this. Feeney cuts him off and yells, you're not the principal. Dr. Sorrell responds, you just keep thinking that, George. (laughs) Eric says he's not doing anything wrong. Then he accidentally knocks over the bag of pretzels next to him. They tell him to clean up his mess and he responds, sure, there's only 238 pretzel sticks. They all look at him shocked. Turner asks, what did you say? Eric looks up with, you know, 4,572 grains of salt. (laughs) Mr. Williams yells out, the man's a counter. Mr. Turner asks, so what is this? Like Rain Man or what? Eric says, yeah, yeah, definitely good movie. Definitely good movie. I'm I'm thinking this through though. What is that? How do you cheat at poker if you count cards? Can you do that? You can count. I think it's I think you, you can count. do it with poker too, can't you? I no. No. All you, you would Again, still, you're asking me, I have no Because you still don't see what they have. Danielle's the gambler. I don't know. You you're the still, gambler among us. You would just know to fold, I guess, because you're not going to get any good cards. But I don't know. But isn't it also like Rain Man? There's a thing where he's talking about, aren't they playing poker when, he, when there's queens? Well, or is that, was that I guess Blackjack? The where it's idea, like there's lots of them. Blackjack, blackjack. Is, is the yeah. one that you count. You can't, okay. I don't think you can count. Okay. Poker. The only like way you could count with poker is if you were playing more than one poker hand with the same deck. So that after the first hand, when you've seen what you'd everybody what has, you'd uh, know what was out. So that okay. then. But, but you have to shuffle. You have to shuffle. You have so, to shuffle. So yeah. there's literally no way to keep track. Like the counting doesn't help. I don't think with poker. I don't, no, no. I, I, it, I don't think so. They wanted, they wanted the Rain Man joke. This right. entire thing was just so they can shoot the thing from <laughs> Feeney. Exactly. Point of view the from the pool. So Mr. Williams says, all right, that's it. Game over. Eric begs them not to leave. Dr. Sorrell says the fun doesn't have to stop. He tells Eric he's taking his favorite students to a science fair this weekend in Atlantic City. They'll be researching things like probabilities, statistics, maybe a little Kino. Feeney says, I don't think so, Mr. Sorrell. And then he corrects Feeney. It's Dr. Dr. Sorrell. Sorrell. Feeney responds, oh, give it up, man. You're not a doctor. (laughs) Now, I'm going to say something. This is the first time. I really felt like Bill was phoning in this entire episode. Yeah, I don't think he, he liked it. He didn't know he what didn't, it was. None of us he, knew what it was. I know, it's, but you could tell he's yeah. off. He hated Something's it. off of, and you could tell that Bill you know what? hated this episode, and I don't really blame him. He was bummed about Maureen breaking up with you. He was. That's what he it was. was feeling he was sad feeny. He was, you he know was what? sad he was, have, he was having a, a double two, date. At the he had two date. dates that he night. He had two dates that night. At the he was running back and forth <laughs> between the, the schools. That he's, he was. That's what it was. He was. Do you guys think that there's a chance that me breaking up with Maureen might have inspired the A storyline a little bit? Because I, I was mean, they've definitely stolen every part of your life, so I don't know why they wouldn't. Have I mean, seriously, how, how like I remember, I almost them? quit the show crying backstage, like because with, Maureen dur- broke up because with of you? Maureen. This was like so. I have to move. I back. wouldn't be like everyone knew that this was happening in my life. That I was like devastated about this breakup, and then Corey and Topanga break up like right. within a month or two months of like that happening in my yeah. real life, like. I don't know. I also think it had a lot to do with what was going on in certain writers and producers' lives at the time. Sure. There's right. that as well. Could be. I think Could that's be. true too. We definitely know that. But um, yeah, I think, I love the idea that right now, Rusty is at finals and Bill had two dates on the set. Two dates. Night. I think that's <laughs> that's where I'm going with this. Uh, so then he says he won't have a member of his faculty behaving like this. Sorrell says, not a problem, I quit. Then he turns back to Eric and asks if he's in for the trip. 
I, for one, would be very into the Eric and Dr. Sorrell TV movie in Atlantic City. I'd like <laughs> to see. Been, oh, my God. That should have been the montage at the end. Yeah, it, it cuts from been. the Art Garfunkel montage to just <laughs> a montage of them road tripping and, like, and just going to Atlantic City. Like, oh, that's funny. If it just what keeps cutting or cutting while the sad music, and then he just keeps seeing you guys throwing. <laughs> oh my like god! Rolling around hysterical. on a bed of poker chips. Oh that god, been that's hysterical. funny. That would have made this episode amazing. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> then we're back at the Hamilton High party. Corey's walking around trying to find this French girl. Corey admits to Sean he hasn't found her yet, but he's having the best time looking. It sure beats shopping for slacks. Sean sticks out his hand to high five Corey and says, "You wild man!" And then two girls walk by complaining. Why are the guys all over that French girl? It's just a stupid foreign accent. Sean gasps and realizes she's right there, Cor. She's you go there over there, is. and who knows what could happen. Now, this is where, Danielle, you're you're standing. <laughs> it's like Will's leaning in that Am commercial. I standing so weird? Oh, my God. You're like, well, it's the forced, like, we can't see your face. Right. I have to just turn with the and, yeah, and all my hair on. all and, the over one shoulder. Oh, it's so yeah. awkward. I was like, yeah. what is happening? Yep. It's, it's 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 even sadder than the sad dancing. Now we have sad standing of a French girl sad who blocking. clearly everyone knows is going to be Topanga. It's going to be like, have we, have we set this up enough? Also, We've had two scenes to set this girl up. that just even that portion of my hair is, I'm so still recognizable, even yeah. from that terrible angle with all my hair pulled around my shoulder and a hat on. Oh God. It's, Why? It's just Why? Because I remember, by the way, I remember in the scene and doing the Blocking, being like, what else can we do? What yeah. else can we do? Like, yeah. how can we disguise put a, yeah. this put a hat more? On the hat. Yeah. yeah, or cap. To, what are they, are they cap shoulders? Is that what it's called? Because we know you don't like to wear those. So maybe if you put those on, they'd be like, well, it can't be her because she's wearing the cap shoulder. Right, she's wearing cap sleeves. Cap that sleeves. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that would have been it. You're okay. right. That's a good point. There I also the one of the you guys gave me a compliment that I was good in in these next couple of scenes. I think the reason I'm so so bad is because I have a jacket on. I can't. Ja- I can't act in a jacket. Well, you, you clearly can't stand because this is just. The, I can't this stand. Sta- this stand so- acting is awful. Terrible. And Thank I you. don't really blame you. I think the whole setup is bad, but man, it's awkward and it's bad. Stacking. It goes on bad way too stacking. long. Bad stacting. Bad jacketing. Coming up, Corey says, "You're right, Sean. There's no turning back now, or as the French would say, Viva Las Vegas." Corey walks away as Sean says, "Wow, so Elvis was French." And then Corey, not funny. Like that's no, not that's funny. Not funny. To me. Like give no, her something funny. Line. Like what is happening? Yeah, I agree. That's not funny. That was not. That was they. They, they could have done better for you there. Mm-hmm. So Corey walks up to the French girl who has her back to camera as another guy is asking her to dance with weird hand signals and a fake <laughs> French accent, and she says, "Ah, we." Oui. And as she turns around, we see. The reveal of reveals. No one I saw had no it. idea it was you. Guys, no I'm French because I have a hat on. <laughs> I did not know it was you. Hey, we we. They both look at each other in shock. Corey is visibly hurt and asks Topanga, you're the French girl? She looks at him and doesn't respond. And Corey says, I'm talking to you. And again, he's angry. Angry. So angry at me. <laughs> the guy who had asked Topanga to dance, or young Kiefer, as I'm going to now call him, yells, she doesn't speak English, pal. Now back off. He's Corey got the best middle part I've ever seen, by I the know. way. Whoa. He, he should be the king of the middle, middle parts. Part. Whoa. Yeah, Sorry, no, you writer. heard me. I'm uh, saying it. I'm saying I it. I, I, I think America disagrees with you. Well, I, I they feel can. like history as as disagrees with you. It seems like America disagrees with me a lot, so wow. that's okay. <laughs> but it's a pretty great middle Wait, part. Wait, you're taking yourself out of the running? 
Dude, he's, he's got a solid it's middle a part going. great middle part. <laughs> Danielle, I can't believe good. you're turning on me now. Like, well, writer, here's the we're thing. We're really going to give the middle part? Like, Jonathan Brandis, yes, okay. Oh, yeah, okay, uh, Will yeah, Friedle, yeah. yes. Ryder, I, I should be in the top five, but this guy, Eric, it's what's his name? Good. No. Well, here's Sorry. the thing. Here's the thing. Ryder, your Jesus. hair and, and Will's hair has... So you have so much hair that even with a part, it's not like a super obvious part. This guy has this like, just, he has like a part. It almost looks like someone shaved his part down the middle right? and it is yeah. mushroom. It is yeah. butt cut. It is, it <laughs> it's is butt cut. It's perfect. Butt wow. cut. It is, it is, it is something to, I, I'm, to I don't know, man. I feel betrayed. I'm, I feel like, you know, I have one thing guys. I am I know, known Will, for one thing. Will, I think we <laughs> have you're going to gonna, you're gonna take this away from me. Okay. It's yours, Ryder. It's, it's yours. yours. I can't do it to him. I can't do it to uh, him. It's Eric. yours, Ryder. That's fine. I just said Eric. Did just you? you Eric. That's yeah, right. I just said People I can't do it, Eric. say that. It's okay, Pangers. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, so Corey looks at him and says, no, you back off now. And Topanga, sans accent, says, do not make a scene. And the Hamilton High Schooler is in shock when he understands what Topanga said. He thinks he just understood French. He runs away to tell his friends he speaks French now. Topanga and Corey are now alone. Corey tells her to explain what she's doing here in English, please. Topanga says her and her girlfriends thought it would be fun to come to another school's party. Corey is upset because she's pretending to be another person. Topanga asks, what's wrong with that? Good question. Meh. Good question. You look great, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, we, that should be thrown out there. That You, you look I'm very telling pretty. You, I'm nearing peak Danielle Fischel. Yeah, it was all downhill uh, the season You're, later. Honestly, it's true. Yeah. We're getting to it. I'll know. I'll know when it's when yeah. we hit like, oh, that's it. From here on out, it's just a yeah. There's a like big a mess. smell now. You're tough to be around. It's not the <laughs> right. same. You'll, yeah. you'll know. Um, Corey asks, what's wrong with her being her? And she says, nothing. Being French just seemed exciting. Corey says, it takes a pretty insecure person to pretend to be other people. I find it hard to believe that he's still this angry as he's saying those words and he hasn't quite realized yet that that's what he's been doing all night. But uh, perfectly timed, Hillary walks up and then says, hey, Sean, I've been looking for you. Topanga looks at him in shock and asks, Sean? And this is where I noticed... I don't notice anything about this party that looks like a jungle. <laughs> I, I looked around one last time because I knew Where's we were leaving jungle? and I was like, where is the jungle? This is uh-huh. such an awkward transition, like to the outside of the party. I know. I was like, what is happening? I mean, I, I think you're right, Will. There's something off about all the transitions in this It episode, is. The cuts are yeah. really weird. The cut to like suddenly being outside and like, where is Sean now? Where's the right. party? No one just cares. Like the- Nobody else is outside at this Monday night dance. Right. I mean, it's very strange. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. 
backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Well, we're outside of Hamilton High. Corey explains he didn't come here to be Sean. He says, who would want to be Sean when they can be me? And then he raises his hand. Topanga puts his hand down and says, well, just be you. And can you tell me, why did you come here? Corey says, because he needed a change. It was either going to the party or going to buy another pair of slacks. Topanga clarifies he came here because he wanted to have some fun. Corey says they haven't had fun in a long time. She agrees and asks how long it's been. so old. I know. I know. Corey asks her. This is such a shoehorning a conversation yes. that 50-year-old people have. Yes, correct. That 45-year-old writers of shows have with their wives. Yes, and again, I'm just trying to force you to know that they have, okay, we haven't shown you at all. We This has not been earned at all. We haven't given it to you at all. So we're telling you they've been together for so long they're already in a rut. Go. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah. I'm just not okay with it. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I want to see the relationship. So Corey asks her, how long have we been married now? 40, 50 years? She responds with saying they're in a rut. Corey says they're in a big rut, a rut filled with couple magazines and slacks and jams. Corey says when he and Topanga started going out, everything was so exciting for him. Every day was something different. Topanga agrees, saying there's just no mystery anymore. And I am so monotone. And I am just repeating in slightly different words exactly what Corey is saying. I am basically Corey's hype man. Like, he's mm. like, I think we should take time away. And I go, time away. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, I'm basically the ditty to his biggie. Like, right. I, it's, it's, Corey Topanga says he has no character. No, no, absolutely not. Corey says he sees Eric and Sean going on their dates excited and wondering what's going to happen. Topanga says they've forgotten what that feels like. I'll be watching you. I'll be watching you. 
I'll be it's watching. literally, uh, just, I'm just like chiming in with Diddyisms. He's right. the biggie. He's got all the stuff. And then I'll be watching you. Take that. Take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you. There you go. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. I'm actually super impressed with both of you that you understand these references. I get them. Cool. You do. I know. I, I don't. Or, I'm just kind of you're, smiling. You're, you got it. You got um, it. Yes, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Corey feels like he still cares about her as much as he always has, and that'll never change. Topanga looks at him and asks if they're breaking up. Corey says he doesn't want to break up, and Topanga tells him when people break up, they always end up hating each other. Corey reassures her they're not like other people. Then he looks at Sean's leather jacket and Topanga's outfit and says, actually, they are. But they could never hate each other, no matter who they are. Even though we all remember he couldn't stand her when he first met her just a couple years ago. But I digress. Topanga asks again, we're breaking up, aren't we? He reiterates, no, they're not. They're never going to break up. Announcer voice, this is incorrect. <laughs> she says, Corey, maybe the people who end up hating each other are the people who waited too long to break up. Wise freaking words, Topanga. Yeah. Well, I mean, I again, love that. You've, they've been together for hours at this point. Yes. I, we've been together so. for hours. But also, I do, I do love that, like, Maybe this is the advice that Corey and Topanga should have taken years later. Like, there is no harm in breaking up with somebody. And when you are young and you have been together for only five months and now it is not a failure to say, maybe this isn't working. Yeah. We're not supposed to be together forever. Maybe not. And by the way. Maybe, Maybe we, are. we are. Yeah. But right now, I'm feeling like I'd rather go flirt with girls at another party. Yep. And you want to flirt with dudes at a party pretending to be French. That feels yeah. like maybe we should be able to go do that. Nothing wrong with it. Still appreciate you. Still respect you. No conflict. Let's just not be together. Yeah. But anyway, Corey now questions if Topanga wants to break up with him. And Topanga tells him she wants to keep caring about him as much as she cares about him right now. Corey says that means they should break up right away then so they can still stay great friend friends. Topanga nods and adds, which we've always been. Sure, Jan. Corey smiles and says, yeah, nothing will ever change, right? Topanga agrees with him and they just stand there looking at each other. Corey says, well, I'll see ya. Topanga smiles and says, yeah, see ya. And they walk away. And then we hear footsteps running back. This is where I started to get hooked. Footsteps running back. It's Topanga returning to say, Corey, maybe we're making a miss. And she stops when she doesn't see Corey there anymore. She crosses her arms. I'm apparently cold. And she walks away. Corey then runs back in. Topanga, I'm not sure this. And he stops when he doesn't see Topanga anywhere. Like two ships in the night. He's visibly upset as he walks over to the bench and sits down, staring off into the distance. And then we see the tag, closing credits. Corey and Topanga are in Mr. Turner's classroom. Topanga looks at Corey, who is upset looking, looking away from Topanga. And then a montage of scenes start rolling Glorious. of Corey and Beautiful. Topanga. All I know, montage. Art Garfunkel plays in the background. Mm. Oh. How much did they pay for Art Garfunkel? Too and then much. This is it, guys. This is exactly why from this moment on, I'm going to reiterate what I said at the beginning. We believe the lie that Topanga and Corey have this incredible, amazing chemistry and history and a love story. But really, it's just a montage it's where a montage. they told us what That's happened. That's all it needs to be, man. 
It's I'm a TV sold. show. They belong together. <laughs> That's I ship Corey and Topanga. They look good together, guys. They look great. You guys look uh, great. No, so, I feel so like f- the anonymous thing should pop up right now and just hear a voice going, you're being lied to. <laughs> it's <laughs> um, that montage. I don't know. I, I totally, it totally worked on me. Yeah. Totally worked like, on yeah, me. Yeah, love. We don't have like, wow, I actually care about the Cory Topanga. Yep. I, I wow. love these kids. I love seeing you guys young. It like, I made like me like, that. God, it just freaked me out how much you've changed in three seasons. Yeah, that's like, why oh I got God. you. That's yeah, why that's I got why you. Boy Meets World gets people. It I, works. I, I, it totally it, but it, works. I mean, again, it works if yeah. you're easily swayed for things like that. Then yes, it works. If you have yeah. any kind of I wow, Heart. wait a second. No, it's not about that. It's about, it's about yeah. wanting to earn it. No, I know, man. Of course, it. of course. But I do think that you know. It, it it worked like it totally like yeah, if you, you just have to all. buy the, the, it is a like the, this whole storyline like the fact that they're breaking up is sad is only a thing if you accept the precept that they're souls destined for each other which is which you didn't at of, all until the montage exactly you said you're you know, i'm just saying that, that it, 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 no I, but i've said it before like that it is it's become lore it's a precept of boy meets world you have sure. to accept the point of boy meets world is that cory and topanga were born for each other right and of course i don't believe in that in the real world i don't believe no, I don't in either. souls i don't believe in destiny i don't believe in two people being meant for each other i don't but either. if a lot of people do believe in that kind of thing and i think you you kind of if you like Boy Meets World, you kind of have to believe that Cory and Topanga because that's the only like what, what Danielle was just saying. The only source of conflict with them breaking up is that it's a failure because their souls are meant for each other, right? right. And so like, and again, I have no problem with that if that's how what the show was going to be, or even when they brought the Topanga character on going right. that route with it. No, but, but they're figuring they didn't. That out. No, at all. It was so. It's like she's. We're talking about how Danielle's barely on the show. When she is on, she's not used properly. When she is on, they're changing her character all the time. All of a sudden, it's just they're together. Accept it. Move on. They're together. We don't want to talk about it. They've been together hundred years. Third season that became yes, like one of the and it was revisionist history. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't even that. That would have been fine if if they if. After that first, we belong together, and they get they fall in love. After that, right. if the show was then about that, right? Okay, Actually, but then they in a relationship. Here's four other episodes like, that Danielle's right. not in. Well, I right. wonder now if we're broken up. I'm actually going to have a bigger part on the show because now I'll be, now a be a source of tension conflict. and yep. conflict there. That'll, That'll be, be great. Story. Or be great. if maybe I just won't be. Like I wonder if now we keep waiting for the moment where now Topanga becomes a part of the show. Like I wonder if here is where it happens. Where now yeah. they so funny because you were such montage. a bigger part of the show in the first season, right? Like, yeah. right? Yes. When your when your character had character, and you would come in and you were weird to everybody, it was so fun. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. They're still trying to figure you out, but I I just I, and I get what people are saying, and then I'm again not harping on it, but it's you have to. You're right. You have to just accept the fact that we're we're not going to see their origin in any way. We're not going to see them build a relationship. They're just in a relationship and now yeah. we have to deal with that. And they have and, to they have to figure it out. They have to end up doing Right. It. And I and I guess I'm Matthew just Strong. not there yet. No. I, that's just I'm just not. Well, then and you're Art never Garfunkel going to. just Art didn't do it for me. Some, he didn't do it for you know, me. Amazing if it was Paul Simon, if it was Oof. Paul Simon maybe, but oh, Art Garfunkel, no, nope, didn't do it. How dare you? Didn't do it for me. Don't Garfunkel. Didn't do it God, for me. Did you guys ever Sorry. see Watership Down? The cartoon? Oh, no. Mm-mm. What? It's an no. amazing cartoon. Oh, my God. You have to. But it has okay. a Gar- Garfunkel song. Bright eyes, 
burning like fire. Oh my God. It was like, oh, a, it made okay. me cry when I was like six. It's a crazy okay. cartoon. You guys have to see it. Every yeah. time I think of our Carvo, that's the song. Bright eyes. Okay. Oh. Thank you all for joining us for this episode. Join us for our next episode, which will be season three, episode 13, New Friends and Old. It aired January 19th, 1996. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And we have merchandise. Merch montage. Now I'm in. <laughs> Podmeetsworldshow.com. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers, Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class. And 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six x visit tomboyx.com 